There are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. There's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salt. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Good. Good, thank you. Good, glad to hear how it. We, how are you, Cam? Well, well, well. I'm well. Well, 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 you're well. <laughs> welly, 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 well then. What's, what's the agenda today, Cam? What's on the docket? Uh, I've got a bit of a grab bag. Mm. My, I've been voted down two to one for pivoting into a full-time Law & Order podcast. Yeah. I don't think there was a vote on that because I might have voted with you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just I say mean, as long as the name is Dun Dun. Yeah, Dun Dun. We did look after the show and there was quite a few podcasts. Dedicated yeah. to Law & Order. Some of them had some good names. Some of them had some slightly inappropriate names. Yeah. You can Google that at your own will, listener. What do you got for us, Cam? All right, so we've got a bit of a grab bag. I guess to start off with, Alex Jones is back on Twitter. After he was famously... So he was booted off pre-Musk. Yeah. Then after Musk's takeover, Musk was like... And Musk was like, I'm going to bring back a lot of Nazis. Mm. I don't know if he phrased it exactly like that. He might have. This could have been one of the reasons why advertisers are fleeing the site because he's like, we're going to bring back all the Nazis. <laughs> good homes, good homes. The Nazis are coming back. <laughs> but look, normally I would like razz you for your Elon Musk impersonation, but I have just yeah. listened to a bunch of Elon Musk talking and he has a like very inscrutable accent. Mm. So you're saying I nailed it? I'm saying that you nailed it as much as anyone can. Yes. He was like, we're going to bring back all the Nazis. And people said, well, Elon Musk, are you going to bring back Alex Jones? And he said, absolutely not. Because, and this is the like worst thing I think I've ever read about a person. No, that's not true. There's lots of bad things. But he, he had this quote where he was like, you know, my child died in my arms. So I'm very sensitive to the idea that someone would lie about children dying. This was his explanation about why Alex Jones would not come back to the platform because mm. of this. And his ex-wife, Justine Musk, then came out and said, well, actually, the child died in my arms. <laughs> and he accused me of being emotionally manipulative when I cried about it <laughs> and didn't understand why I wanted to talk about this thing that had happened to us, which is one of the reasons why I divorced him. So very weird thing to come out about you. And then to say that this is the reason why this guy can never come back to the platform and then a year later be like, yeah, he's back. (laughs) That that guy's fine. Lead him back by doing a big Twitter Spaces live chat with him as well. Mm. Which which I didn't didn't listen to. I, I wish I had the time to listen to, but I'm assuming it was dumb. I listened to a little bit of it. So it was with Andrew Tate, sex trafficker, accused rapist. Christ. So, Andrew, (laughs) we've talked about him before. He is one of these people, and I guess he's he's so just shit. Like, he's nothing. He's not compelling. His takes are just bizarre. Yet, for some reason, 
he like he's you know Alex Jones and Elon Musk suck fucking immeasurably, but he's on a different tier of suckage. And for some reason, he's now legitimate in their eyes. And I don't know. Whatever. Carry on. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, the Republican hopeful, was also the Twitter space. Mm-hmm. And famously, I think this is the most infamous part of this Twitter space, took a piss in the middle of it. Right. So I have only listened to a little bit of it. <clears throat> With his mic on? Yeah. <laughs> so right. they're, they're talking and one of them is like, oh, Vivek, your, your mic's on. You just hear yeah, a bit of flowage. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Elon Musk, like, yeah, I guess you've got to, like, address it. But Elon Musk is like, I hope you're feeling better now, Vivek. And he's like, feeling much better, thanks. (laughs) These are not how people talk, I think, I suspect. But the bit that I was listening to just before Vivek took the piss is Elon Musk was, like, saying the word human so many times about things. He's like, you know, I love humans. It was the... The least human thing I've ever heard, this guy being like, oh, yeah, I love humans. Humans are the best. Mm. Like, that's what an alien says. <laughs> I've found if someone uses the word humans in a sentence, it's usually associated with something real cooked. Yeah. And it, it, nine times out of ten, I'm 100% correct. Mm. So, Jonesy's back on X. He's They've announced that he's going to be having an exclusive show on X. So there was like a big song and dance made about Elon Musk did another one of his Twitter polls. It was like, should I, let Elon Musk, should I let Alex Jones back on X? Yes or no? And then when people voted yes, he's like, well, the people have spoken. But it's clearly they already had this in the works. Yeah. I did listen to another little bit of Jonesy and Musk talking, and they were talking about Neuralink, the brain chips that one of Musk's companies are working on. Did, did that just get cleared by the FDA or something just recently? I think it might have been cleared for like so maybe to put into a human. <laughs> right. I'm not going to be lining up for them. They killed they a lot killed of monkeys. So many monkeys. Yeah. And they came out. This I think with with all the garbage that he's been spewing out, it's kind of been forgotten about. That he said, "Oh no, these monkeys were already sick because they were they were classed as terminal." And then actual scientists came out and said, "No." The class is terminal because they died. <laughs> that didn't mean they were dying. They died because you killed them, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awful shit. Yeah. So, so what's Jonesy's? Is Jonesy, what? I imagine Jonesy is 100% against Neuralink. Cause, well, this is what you might expect. I mean, it's just funny to see how sort of transparent they are. Or, well, not transparent, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Jonesy should be against the transhumanist agenda of putting chips in people's brains to improve them, <laughs> to give them yeah. supervision. And I've watched, I've watched a lot of Jonesy, and I one hundred percent reckon that's probably top five subjects he talks about. Mm. And he talks a lot. You know, he's on air like twenty or forty hours a week or something. So the amount of anti-transhumanist humanist anti-implants, anti-connecting to everything he stuff he says, you know, there must be like probably a year's worth of tape played <laughs> back and forward. So I'm assuming he was completely against it. No, no, he was pretty much on board. Jonesy claimed, so apparently, you know, Neuralink are not the, the first cab off the rank for this stuff. The, there's people who are working on brain chips for things like uh, quadriplegics so mm. they can, you know, walk again or, like, control their phones or their computers. These are some of the examples given. This is, like, cutting-edge technology, though. I think this year, like, the first working sort of thing of this came out where someone has had an implant put in and they can, like, use Twitter, basically. They can scroll through their phone. Mm. Jonesy was like, yeah, my uncle got a chip in his brain. He was a quadriplegic and now he can walk again. It's like, I don't (laughs) think that is true. Oh my no. god! <laughs> he, <laughs> that guy lies so much. <laughs> you know, as, having watched a lot of him, he is just constantly saying shit, and that's going to come up later on of how much he lies. And uh, that's a good one, though. I, yeah, I would love to see the evidence of that. It's a banger, and yeah, I looked it up. I was like, "Wow, has this technology really come along?" And there's articles from a few months ago where they're like, "We've just." doing the first one of these. So it's like, I don't know if Alex Jones' uncle was the first guy. Mm. I don't think so. But Musk, who would know, presumably, is like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Musk would be like, hang on, 
why are we so behind yeah. in getting this up and running if that's already happening? Mm. Um, All we've yeah. done is make it so you can tweet. Yeah. So you can X. Just on Elon Musk, before we go too far, mm. you know when he walked into the Twitter offices when he bought it and he was carrying a sink mm. <laughs> and it was a, a, a visual pun on let that sink in. Mm. Because and the news reports were saying that it was a common phrase on Twitter, right? And that's why he did it. I never saw anyone use that on Twitter. Well, was that a common phrase? Do you, do you guys? No. Nah. I know the phrase. Oh, yeah, it's going to let that a, sink in. But I haven't. I don't yeah, remember seeing it all over Twitter. Yeah, it's not something you associate directly with Twitter. No, no. And I'm I'm still confused as to why. He thought that, and then why the media was like, "Yep, that's people do be tweeting that." If anyone, if anyone has an answer, like, buddy, at me on Blue Sky. Yeah, they oh, might have been, they oh, might have been in the moment. You know, th- there was a moment where people were like, "Well, maybe Elon Musk is still, you know, he's a genius. He's obviously he's been snookered into buying Twitter." Mm. But there, there was a little while where they were still going along with the idea that this is, you know, an incredibly smart person rather than the idea that anyone with any money has just completely lucked into it mm-hmm. and that it's all worthless. Mm. It's just paper with pictures on it. So has, has Alex Jones been tweeting? He's been tweeting away. Nothing terribly interesting. I did notice that from the whole... From the the whole justification for him coming back, he's really pushing the line that he tried to push in his trial that I never said that the kids weren't shot. I just, I put a few people on the air that said that, but I never went along with it really. He's just trying to rewrite it, even though a court found that actually (laughs) he did say it quite a lot to the tune of several billion dollars worth of damages. He, I remember one of his apology vids that he has had to do when he was trying to weasel out of it. And he's like, you know, I, ne- I never said that. So, you know, I apologize if I hurt anyone. But also, there's a lot of questions to be asked about this. And then just listed off a whole bunch of, like, really, really stupid, easily unprovable unpro- uh, conspiracies. Yeah, and that's the thing about him. Because he is an idiot, he's like, every time that he's come out and said that, oh, I never said it, he's just doubled, immediately doubled down on it. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, his brain's kind of wired the, the way that he does it now. He, and, you know, he's been doing it for so long and so many hours. His brain's wired to just spew out everything he thinks is true. And then slowly he, he if he has a half-truth in there, the next time he says it, it's a, it's a, he believes it's completely true. Yeah. And you watch these sort of things. He makes them up in real time. And then the next time he says it, he's like, oh, this has been proven. Yeah. Well, somebody said it on... The Alex Jones show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you can see why he's just so, you know, even if he's saying something completely unrelated or apologizing, his brain is like, you got to say that thing, though. Remember that? Remember that truth? Say that. And he just goes for it. So, the next topic of discussion mm. is the new Netflix film, Leave the World Behind. Sorry, Cam, do we want to talk about the New Zealand whistleblower first? Because he's got Alex Jones-related stuff. All right. Let's, so the next topic of discussion, Robbo, close to your heart, mm. the New Zealand whistleblower who's been lighting up the airwaves with Alex Jones. Yeah, he's kind of called on it a little bit, but this guy went on Liz Gunn, who's a, a cooked politician in New Zealand, ex-journalist. She's got her own political party, and he did a video with her that was really badly done. And in the full version of the video, they do a retake where he's like, she's like, you know, you want to say that, take that again. Maybe let's go, you know, it's okay to be stressed. And, you know, people get things wrong all the time. Let's, let's just start that again. But they leave that all in. <laughs> and then he, so then they, then he, she asked the first question again. And it, it's really confusing. That's unprofessional. It's very unprofessional. So this guy, and they're in like a hotel. I, I, I say that thinking how funny it would be if I just left the bit before we started talking about this in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're in like a hotel room or something, and someone's filming it. Really badly done. Like, get a tripod. Let's, you know, she's she's a former journalist, and she was a legitimate, you know, on the TV news and stuff kind of journalist. 
and she has a political party and this is you know lifting the lid on a, a big conspiracy and they just got a little handheld in a dodgy hotel room but he has come out and said he, he's got all this data he's he's kind of they're kind of obfuscating what he actually did and he's saying i'm a, you know i was involved in the health response to uh, covid-19 and and looking at the vaccine data he said you know, he says at one point, I'm a scientist by nature. I love science. I've got a master's degree. Scientist by nature or by... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of years yeah. of knowledge. Yeah, so he's he's a computer science, is, is master's degree in computer science. So hmm. not really laboratory health science at all. Yeah, and not really a scientist. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're just little magic boxes. It's it's quite funny the way that Jonesy edited it, because he went on out with Jones, and then Jonesy reused the footage quite a bit. Jonesy edited it to be, I'm a scientist by nature, I've got a master's degree, cut, in science. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but he, so he came out and said, I've got the stats of the first like 10 doses of, of Pfizer or however, amount, however many there was that he's got the stats on that he's leaked and 20%, 20% of people died in this first batch. And then, you know, the average, the people who died in these batches is 17% of people, which is probably more than you'd expect people to die. I'm, I'm sure everyone that, that's not an idiot or, or thinks about it a little bit harder can realise that the, all the early, and they're quite often the early COVID batches, all the early ones went to people that were really old or really sick. Yeah. He conveniently left out the, the data that was the average age of death of the people that died in his stats. and. It's like eighty plus. Yeah, didn't, so like hasn't New Zealand got like ninety nine percent vaccination. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. if you like, in not too long, well, hopefully not that short, but in a little bit, you're gonna have a hundred percent of people that got the vaccination <laughs> are gonna be dead. Yes. Yeah. Which is not a great so, for Pfizer, to be honest. So, someone calls 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 M Kiwi on X or Twitter pointed out that the deaths were largely comprised of the elderly and are largely six to 12 months after their last jab. So he's come out and said all these people have died getting the, after getting the jab and left off that it was within six to 12 months and they were old. Right. So Jonesy has spun this into saying this guy is – and so this guy basically is a, a you know an Oracle database admin guy. So com- completely illegally leaked data. I think the data he had, you could, you know, he, he could identify. You could identify people, and he said he could from the data. He didn't leak that stuff, but he absolutely leaked data that a shouldn't have been leaked. as, you know, people's health records, and b completely misrepresented it, and it immediately got picked up by cooked politicians in, in the US and Jonesy, and you know, all these people are dying in New Zealand, and this is the tr- the proof we needed. Alex Jones spun that or in his brain it became more than 20% of the people who took the Pfizer vaccine in New Zealand have died. I did a little bit of the numbers. So there's 2,700,000 plus people have been vaccinated in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So 20% of people of that, 20% of that would be 500,000 people. how How many people are there in New Zealand? This is the first dose. Hang on. Population of New Zealand. So we can't be that much vax, actually. Or maybe it was that, that vaccine. Yeah. Five, 5.1 million. So uh, in that period, whatever the numbers were, I looked at the time, it was tw- they were claiming it was 20% of 2,700,000 people, mm. which is 500,000 people. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just I'm getting really distracted because I'm thinking 5 million people, like, you're having a laugh. What do you mean we're having a laugh? What a laugh. Commanding all of this respect. Like Taika Waititi, you should be laughed out of Hollywood where you're representing five million people. <laughs> Isn't he kind of being laughed out of Hollywood yeah, at the moment? He's he's in the shit at the moment, right? Yeah. For being like <laughs> a twat, basically. Rightly, <laughs> rightly so. You've you've really brought a bad example up there, Cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so basically five hundred thousand people died in New Zealand. Like we would notice that oh, <laughs> really <yeah>. quickly. <laughs> that's that's like a tenth of the population, right? Yeah, yeah. Re- really, the 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 excess deaths in New Zealand aren't 
you know, it's, it's, there's no real, there, yes, there have been excess deaths, but in line with a pandemic and also a, a growing population and all those things. Yeah. So, so Jonesy has been running a lot of content about this guy saying he's the, you know, he's called him the head administrator, administrator of the vaccine payment system, uh, which is interesting because vaccines are entirely free. In New Zealand, mm. and then editing, yeah, absolutely editing things. Anyway, this guy used a pseudonym on the Liz Gunn interview. He did Winston Smith. Oh, like Winston out of Smith. nineteen eighty-four. Correct. Not his real name. You'd be surprised. Oh to learn. my goodness! Oh Jesus! Uh, it, how long did his pseudonym last before they were like, "Well, there's one guy that this could have been." <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, his face is in the interview. He's not. Obscured at all. All right. You can see who he is. So, like, within minutes of me seeing the interview, I jumped onto Twitter and found people going, oh, yeah, it's this guy. Yeah. It's, there's only one guy it could have been that has that face. Yeah. <laughs> and senior Barry Young, his name is, you can just find him on LinkedIn really easily. I'm pretty sure his profile is still up on LinkedIn. He's a senior Oracle database administrator. So he's he's been arrested pretty much immediately. I don't I think he might be in custody? He might be. He might be out on bail at the moment. But if you jump onto his LinkedIn, he is one of these people that makes really cooked comments on LinkedIn. Stuff that's kind of transphobic. Stuff that's like commenting that Jacinda you know, on an interview of Jacinda Ardern saying she's a truly disgusting human being, and saying she must be taking notes from her Schwab. Last time a German started talking about elites and globalism, didn't work out too well for everyone. I'm just leery about this stuff. So, you know, basically saying that Jacinda Ardern's a Nazi in line with Hitler. And then, congratulations, this is four years ago, Christmas time to Donald Trump, saying Christmas is a time for to wish peace on earth and goodwill to all mankind. I think POTUS has shown he has a good heart. Let's bring them home and end all wars, he's talking about, whatever, Afghanistan or whatever. And then he has a, a bit of a, some transphobic comments. And then a lot, a lot of stuff about America's debt and how in debt America is and how cryptocurrency and silver and gold are really going to save everything. Right. It's, it's so weird to me that people get cooked on LinkedIn or, like, use LinkedIn to be cooked. Yeah. yeah. There are so many platforms for that now. <clears throat> yeah, it shouldn't be – you shouldn't necessarily be doing it on the platform with your real name and workplace. Yeah. And, like – People, it's funny because people have like recommended him. You know, people go, "Oh, I, I what are they, what's it called on LinkedIn when you give someone a, a kudos or something and say, oh, this person's a great, you know, they're great at doing this.' So there's all these like people now associated with with this guy, <laughs> congratulating him on, on him being a you know a trustworthy trustworthy coworker. Yep. So yeah, he he's now in a lot of trouble. Mm. But yeah, if you want to go look at his LinkedIn profile, it's it's still up there. I th- that seems – look, I'm not going to go to bat for Klaus Schwab. Endorsement, I'm- sorry. They, they give people endorsements. <laughs> yeah. Like, Klaus Schwab is a German, but he's not a German who's talking about – you know, the last time a German started talking about the globalists, well, firstly, mm. you're getting confused because you, you're like, well, we obviously when we say globalists, we mean Jews, so that's what you're referring to. But uh, you're the one who's talking about globalists. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And what we need to do something about all these globalists. Anyway. So, yeah, he's been endorsed by a, a few people. Byron Mandich endorsed him for data migration. I'm just going to name and shame some of his colleagues <laughs> for endorsing somebody's <laughs> fucking head. Uh, Jean, Andrew Pollack, David Riney, what are you doing? Unendorse them. If you find out someone's fucked in the head yeah. and, and now being arrested for being fucked in the head, go and undo your endorsements on yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> Especially if the way that they've articulated that head fuckedness is by illegal data migration, you've got to take back your data migration endorsement. He's, he's well, maybe you don't because he's he's bloody good at it. He's had eight endorsements for disaster recovery. <laughs> I'd unendorse that one. Data warehousing, high, ab- high availability, he's been endorsed for that. Yeah, seems mm. like he's very available. Hmm. Yeah. To the courts well, of New Zealand. If you're gonna, if you're gonna put your face, obscure your face. If you're gonna give illegal data to a high-profile f- politician, we'll see him. You know, a well-known cookter. 
that then go on Infowars. Like even Kanye West was smart enough to put a, a weird thing over his face. That's right. You hide your face. Anyway, that's that's Barry Young. Go 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 see how close you are to him on LinkedIn. I'm a th- I'm a third. I'm a third to him. Oh, I know people that worked on the NZ COVID response. So I'm worried that I might be like two off. Well, yeah, when I was in Wellington, I stayed with people that were in the New Zealand Health Department <laughs> that worked directly. And then when I, I I think I posted on Blue Sky, like it's really easy to find out who this guy is. They immediately messaged me saying. Can you tell us who it is? We want to know if we worked with them. But they, they didn't. They were in a, a different department, so they didn't know him. Right. All right. Next item, new Netflix film, Leave the World Behind. Have you guys checked this one out? I haven't seen it, but I've seen a lot of people talking about it. I haven't seen it, and we're canceling Netflix this week, so maybe I'll watch it on Friday. We'll see. you got to get onto it before you, before you cancel. We've got to finish Bodies before the 15th, so that's that's the priority. But if we get that done... We're in. So, new film. It's pretty good. I'm not going to spoil it. So, this is a spoiler-free review, but it has set the conspiracy world afire because it is about an attack on the United States. It is about how society would respond to something like that. And it is produced by Barack Obama. Mm. (laughs) And... You'd probably, when you hear like, oh, Barack Obama produced this movie, you're probably thinking like, oh, his production company produced it. He's not like that involved. He's like, you know, Steve Bannon produced Buffy or whatever it was. What was the, oh, did Steve Bannon, was he a producer on Seinfeld? <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of any of this. Mm. Anyway. I'll, I'll Google it while you talk. And Steve Bannon was like a producer on Seinfeld. I'm thinking of Buffy. There, there were like producers on Buffy that were involved in the movie, right? And then that because they had been producers on the movie, it, they got this deal where they were the producers of the television show, sort of yeah. definitely. So you might be thinking, oh, Barack Obama is, has pulled a move like that. He's not really doing anything. And then all of the news reports about it are like, Barack Obama was intimately involved in crafting this film. Because <laughs> uh, it's based on a book. But Barack Obama, uh, and the director of the film is like the guy that made Mr. Robot. And he's like, mm. yeah, he's like, yeah I, I got this. And then uh, Barack Obama was like, well, if we want to make this more realistic, you should do this, this, and this. It was giving me, mm. giving me all of the inside goss on the end of the world, <laughs> which is a little bit problematic. And you can see why it might set a few people uh, going on arc mm. slash conspiracy and elsewhere. Um, just a, a, an update on Steve Bannon's production career. Mm, nothing that doesn't look fucking cooked. <laughs> His brother was a, a TV producer. Uh, maybe the Indian runner or Titus. I've never heard of either. And then the next one is in the face of evil, Reagan's war and word and deed. And then it's just cooked shit from there on. So I don't know where you got that from, Cam. Well, I think if you look up Steve Bannon Seinfeld then you'll find there's quite a bit about it. Steve Bannon Seifeld. Okay, I'll do that. Keep going. So one of the reasons that this is going off in the conspiracy world is because they're like, well, this is predictive programming. This is Obama being like sort of telling us how we should respond to a crisis, which is to, you know, that I'm, I don't want to spoil it, so I've got to sort of be tricky with how I say it, but they're saying, you know, this, don't don't trust anyone, which is not exactly the message of the movie, mm. but sort of ignores the idea that I think I saw Mike Rothschild, the author, coming out on this, is if you did want to like predictively program people, why would you make a movie about what you were going to do and then be like, well, if you behave in this way, it will go poorly and that's how I want you to behave if this happens. Mm. You wouldn't do that. <laughs> the, the the I only know this from Reddit slash conspiracy. Where they just there's a lot of screenshots of that movie. Going, look at this, <laughs> look at this conspiracy thing in this movie. They they just put you know rubbing it in our faces, and so no one, the, everyone's failing to to consider that that's the point. 
of it. Yeah. Well, there's one screenshot I've seen where one of the characters is wearing like an Obey t-shirt, you know, the, the Obey famous graphic design. Yep. And the character standing next to him is wearing a NASA t-shirt. So if you read it together, it's Obey NASA. And that's sending oh, them God. wild. And I do sort of wonder if the, there's a bit of backlash happening now where people are like, is this just marketing this movie to us? that you're posting mm. these screenshots and I'm sort of coming around to that idea that when they were like filling this movie with symbolism and there's like a, there is a bunch of symbolic things. There's like paintings that change in the background that don't serve any story purpose. So there's a lot of symbolism happening. I do wonder if they were like, well, we're making this movie with the Obamas. It's about... <laughs> their worst fear let's just put a bunch of stuff in and we'll hook them all in and we'll juice their netflix numbers with r slash conspiracy and now potentially it's someone from netflix posting this stuff on r slash conspiracy that has been pointed out on the subreddit people going the i'm only ever seeing anything about this on the subreddit mm. that's you know it doesn't seem that bad and it's just seeing wall to wall this on the subreddit so yeah, that, that theory has been posited. I did see another screenshot what? where one of the characters is in bed and there's three clocks that you can see around the bed and they're all at six o'clock. Six, six, six. Ooh, and it's like, I don't, I don't think that was someone from Netflix. I think that's just <laughs> in the movie it was six o'clock and there's three clocks in the, in the scene. It's a poor set dressing. I like, this don't need three clocks in a scene. No. A- accidentally an actual conspiracy, an r slash conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Stumbled across one finally. Steve Bannon has a, the, a slice of the rights deal for Seinfeld. This is uh, from theguardian.com. A slice of the rights deal for Seinfeld during the sale of his production company. So he owns the rights because he was involved in some rights deal change thing. Yeah. Castle Rock Entertainment was sold. Yeah. It was, yeah, they made Seinfeld and then he. Was part of the buyout. Not really the same as a producer. No. No. He still um, earns heaps of royalties from the show. Yeah. I watched a little bit of Seinfeld recently. I've been watching tons of it. Have you noticed how dirty both, the walls are? <laughs> both putting money into Steve Bannon's pockets. Wait, why are the <laughs> <Yeah>. walls dirty? <laughs> you can Google this. There's people posting photos of it. Because it was filmed like when... No one could see anything on the TVs properly, so it didn't really matter if the walls were dirty. Right. <laughs> the walls are real dirty. <laughs> That's uh, that doesn't work when you've got a famously clean freak character. Yeah, mm, I'm, mm. I'm I'm really intrigued because I've been I've been putting it on almost every day and just letting it play in the background while I'm doing things. Yeah, it's it's mostly like the corner of his, I've noticed at the corner of his apartment by the door. Okay, is real dirty. <laughs> That's all I'm going to be able to see now. Thanks, Luke. Disgusting Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I thought maybe yeah. it was like because it's supposed to be they're living in a gritty New York apartments, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's this production. He's a yeah. I mean, he was he was a bit of a creep at the time, so you know, a dirty walled creep makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the last item we've got here is MH370. We talked a little bit about this last week. Robbo, give us the MH370 After Effects update. <laughs> Oh my god! It's it's someone did a five hour stream on this today. So I, I don't know if I've I don't know how much, I can't remember how much I, I talked about last week. But basically, we've talked about the videos before where there's an orb flash, and people have have said, "Oh, this is the video of of aliens transporting MH370." Yeah, and then people realised that there was tech no uh, sorry stock effects used. And one guy has become a, a full grifter, Ashton someone. Fuck, what's his other name? Ashton someone. Anyway, he's, he's gone full grifting Ashton Forbes on this and being like all in and saying the stock footage, the stock effect doesn't match the portal effect on the, the video, so therefore it can't be from this. Even on his evidence saying they don't match at all, they 100% match. It could not be more matchy. <laughs> and then... Uh, then this has kind of kicked off this whole like people looking for artifacts and moving clouds and special effects people weighing in and going, yeah, this is clearly fake. And then, you know, these days people just are determined 
in light of really solid evidence to look for any any possible cracks in that evidence and hold that up as a, an example of everything being fake. What's happened since then is someone has spotted that the clouds were quite similar to clouds used on uh, textures.com, which is a website where you, we download textures for, for things like this. Yeah. So they, they worked out and they, they, they were like, I feel like I've seen these before. I've used these clouds before. Because a lot of special effects people are looking at this, working out how they faked it. Mm. And so this person went through a lot of examples of clouds and, and worked out where, they, where they'd seen them, and it was from textures.com. They found the original, original photographer of the clouds. <laughs> they verified with the website and the photographer because he was like the photographer was like, oh, I yeah, don't really remember, but I can find the originals and well, you know, we can I mean, this out. All you really need him to confirm is, did you film this on the day that MH370 disappeared, and was there a plane? Yeah, in the footage. Was, so, so his his and one of the the problem with the footage is the clouds are static. Yeah. So he's just taken a photo, photos of clouds out of a plane window, uploaded them to textures.com, uh, and this was two years before MH370 disappeared that they were uploaded there. So and he, he a did, time vortex. Yeah, definitely a time <laughs> vortex. He he did a live stream and, and has gone like, oh yeah, I think I, you know, basically putting it together in real time of going, oh yeah, I remember doing this, and here is the evidence that I, of these being my original things, and here are the original files on my computer. Here is the dates. Yeah. The the website initially was like, yep, this is textures dot com. Yep, textures dot com. One hundred percent. We agree with him. These were uploaded in this time. And then someone else, I think someone actually went through and checked the satellite of that day based on where he was, because I think he was flying near Japan or something. So they worked out where he was, found very similar-looking clouds using satellite footage as well. They're slightly different because obviously it's not taken exactly the same time, but they were managed to track down, you know, basically to corroborate it. This is the clouds you were looking at. Yeah, so like at this and point, just a reminder: this is a, all of this effort is going into disproving that an orb stole MH370. <laughs> three orbs, Cam, but yes, three orbs, an already, already, already easily debunked video <laughs> that was debunked ages ago. Uh, yep. So now, then textures dot com have re- have gotten wind of like, oh, this is bloody kicking off. We can we can lean into this. Mm. So they they posted. I deny them this bag, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit cheeky. They posted. Shit, we've got an update. We've got a, a rather strange anomaly. We've edit, audited the logs and run into something odd. More info soon. And they hyped up this announcement, and then they posted. This is all on on Twitter. The handle was at textures.com. and then they said, "Oh, we, we've found the we've done the analysis. Look closely, and you'll see what we mean." And you click on the link, and it takes to the page of the clouds, and then a real hammy UFO flies across. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they can have their bag back. <laughs> and that has fucking infuriated people. <laughs> the, the subreddit went into a complete meltdown. The guy Ashton has done a five-hour stream saying that he's now had extra files from whistleblowers. And I think at one point during the stream, I've only just seen people's recaps of it, he said, you know, the file names – you know, you can't edit file names and they will prove that the 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 coordinates are true. He's just flailing. <laughs> He's quite famously saying, like, just things that don't make sense and people are like, what you're saying just makes no sense at all. But he's saying it for five hours and then he's saying, oh, I need to get a lawyer. I'm probably going to knock on my door tomorrow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not safe. This is all going to come to a head. And people are still on his side. <laughs> There are quite a large piece of the subreddit that are like, yep, we still believe now that he's got this new evidence, which there's no evidence at all of anything, we're still convinced that these are real. Um, And it's one of these things, you know, after years of looking at Pizzagate and QAnon and just stuff that's so, so painfully untrue that I shouldn't be surprised anymore, but God damn it. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the, if you want to, if you really want to recap of all this, the subreddit that's... Yeah, well, if you, if you, sorry, if you want to dive right in, uh, the subreddit's Airliner Abduction 2014. And yeah, a lot of people in that are like, this is so dumb now. Mm. 
yeah, yeah. That's all Drake meme in there. Yeah, some memes popping up against the uh, Ashton. Anyway, that's the MH370 recap. A lot of people are taking the position of t- saying that textures.com, you know, using people's death for their like own gain in marketing. Right. But they're the people that are on the side of aliens definitely took MH370 and we need to find answers. So I don't think they're really concerned about the the victims here. They just want to jump onto a, a stupid conspiracy. And in the case of this Ashton guy, I think he's getting money from donations and stuff now. And um, I think someone's also trying to get him to pay $10,000 to get secret footage, which I think he might be trying to fundraise for. I, I haven't seen much action on that. That was near the end of his stream, but I think he might be looking to fundraise $10,000. Mm, that's, that's, uh, that's a bag in a gray area for whoever's doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, Kim.com came out and said, for anyone that can prove it's fake, I'll give you $10,000. And then this guy came out and immediately proved it was fake. And he's like, oh, you, do you want the money? He's like, oh, no, I don't really want to be involved in this. Like, <laughs> this is already, like, I'm already way too involved and this is not great. Also, um, did Kim.com actually offer to give him that money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Because Kim.com was about to come in for a pasting from me because I thought you were, the end of the story was going to be like, oh, Kim.com reneged. No, no, I think he, I think he, he said, if you, I think he said, if you sign a sworn affidavit that it's true, I'll give you the money. And the guy was like, I, I really don't want the money. I'm, yeah. <laughs> this is just something I don't want to be involved in. <laughs> I was going to bring up my one Kim.com anecdote about how he pays someone to play video games for him. And level his characters up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've talked about that before. How did you know that? Because I, play, I played against him. <laughs> Funny. And messaged it wasn't him, right? It was like no. just some nerd who he pays to level up his characters. I messaged him. I was like, oh, thanks for you know, Mega. And he's like, it's not, oh, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing it for him. I did have one other little thing that popped up while I was looking at sort of miscellaneous conspiracies. This came up just through someone who had a whole big conspiracy theory about that Netflix movie, which all linked into the grander conspiracy theory about cryptocurrency being a Ponzi scheme. Mm. And it's like, you need to focus on that, brother. <laughs> but <laughs> you're onto something there. They had a whole thing about the Titanic submersible being fake oh yeah that that was like i th- couldn't quite grasp why they had to fake the titanic submersible but he's like if you look at the footage like before it went <laughs> for like 60 minutes and stuff you don't really see any footage of it down at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> you see footage of them in the submersible which could be anywhere and you see footage of the titanic but you don't see any footage of the submersible like hanging around the Titanic. It's like, well, there'd be a good reason for that, wouldn't there? Yeah. That they're filming from inside the submersible. Yeah. And you need a whole nother submersible to be taking a photo of that submersible. Yeah. It's so, like that kind of budget. Exactly. So a little bit shaky, but all of this sort of ended up evolving into him saying, and you know all the, all of the stuff that's come out about titanic the original titanic and the conspiracy theories around that and we did an episode on that mm. about like the federal reserve and morgan stanley etc cetera, etc cetera. his idea was all of that was made up so that when there was this titanic conspiracy there'd be like too much titanic conspiracy gear <laughs> <laughs> we can't have another one about that it got I mean- complicated is it a Disney on Ice thing where they're trying to? Yeah, you know, they want you to look up waters. Titanic conspiracy and like, oh wow, there's so much I can't, I can't learn all of it. Yeah, uh, too complicated. Um, Cryptocurrency is a Ponzi scheme. Stick to that, I reckon. Very, very. Yep. <laughs> um, I've just got a couple more things that, that aren't really worth exploring, but I'll just run through them quickly because they're a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. People are noticing that Taylor Swift has an uncanny resemblance to. Zena Shrek, who oh Zena Shrek Levay, I think so she Ooh. was oh Anton Levay's oh. daughter, yeah yeah is it his, his daughter yeah anyway and you know what yeah fair play to them they do fair look play, like. <laughs> would does she have any resemblance to Anton Levay's daughter in twenty twenty three not at all no, no, no. so <laughs> Anton Levay's daughter put on ice for thirty years yeah okay 
No. Sorry, guys. Uh, One bag denied. The Channel 7 in Australia has just done, and I, I spotted this on the internet, it's on their 7 News Spotlight online. So I don't know if it was aired on the actual television. Oh, yeah. But I will but, say uh, 7 News Spotlight doing great work in, um, like, paying the rent of <laughs> rapists. Um, right, yeah, okay. I was going to say, do you want to finish that sentence before I tell you what's happening here? Yeah, what, what did they put up online? Uh, so they've had another big alien interview with Ross Coulthart, Ross Coulthart and Gary Nolan. It's more of that, you know, we've talked about this guy before, the, the bullshit UFO stuff. Oh, we're seeing, we're seeing classified documents and, you know, and there's that, all that kind of so David Grush, all that stuff still going, still no evidence of any aliens, but... They're all just milking it for media appearances. In eight hours, that's reached almost 100,000 views on their spot, on their YouTube. Certainly not the biggest video on their YouTube in recent times, but but definitely up there by quite a wide margin. Their biggest is some of the Israel-Palestine stuff, 185,000, 485,000. So it's probably second in the last couple of months. So yeah, pl- lots, of, lots of money to be made on YouTube if you're doing somewhat legitimate news UFO stuff. And the final one, there's some more Pizzagate stuff happening. As always, there's more Pizzagate stuff happening. People are selling AI-generated pictures of children and pizza on Etsy. Mm, I saw um, this for like $10,000. Yeah, you can download. The the one that I've, I grabbed, it's just clearly AI and it's a, a girl eating a pizza. There's another one of, I don't think it's AI, it's just a photo of a pizza cheese pizza specifically looks delicious three thousand dollars gets you a download of that people are freaking out about it Jesus. <clears throat> i saw a few people being like taking a, perhaps a superior tone considering where they were on mm. the conspiracy subreddit yeah uh, but they're like oh this is probably to trick pedophiles they spend ten thousand dollars or something. It's like i think it's actually to trick you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to find some guy that lucked out on an nft at the right moment and has all of this money he's like i'm gonna bring them down i'll spend ten thousand dollars on the pizza thing on etsy or it's just to rile i think the most likely thing is is just to rile them up specifically etsy sucks now look into that conspiracy conspiracy yeah i've been looking into using it and i saw a bunch of people saying that they're looking to make a bunch of changes soon or something or they might have just yeah, because it's just become a, a low-energy dropshipping site. Mm. Uh, yeah, because that's part of it is like they're going to make it so that if you sell something, you have to have an actual photo you've taken of the product. Yeah, yeah. Like not just the – like because I, I do a lot of stuff through print-on-demand sites mm. and it just mocks – it just does mock-ups for you of the, mm. the design on people. But so if you go to my website, look at my T-shirt, I don't have any of those T-shirts – but I've got photos of models wearing them. Yeah. We're, beer writer Will Zabel was doing an article about fake beer merch right. a while back and how people are using sites like that to create you know, their own beer T-shirts and sell them. Yeah. And he wasn't sure how easy it was, so he tested it out and he just did this garbage, you know, scribbled T-shirt that just said Zeb Rocks, yeah. R-O-X, and just like on an MS Paint red and he sent me a link to it, and he's like, "Look how easy it is." And the link was the singlet, and I was like, "Oh, it'd be funny if I if I buy that singlet, yeah. and I can wear it around, and that's a really good, fun little piece of merch." So I bought it, and he's <laughs> like, oh, "I bought that singlet," and he's like, "Why didn't you buy a t-shirt?" I was like, "Oh, you linked me to the singlet, and I didn't think to look because <laughs> you can just get them done on everything." Yeah. <laughs> so I could have got a, literally anything else that I'd wear. Not it's like a tight wife beater singlet. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be your new look. Yeah. yeah, I wear it around occasionally. I, I really like it. <laughs> cost, cost me way too much money for that, for, <laughs> for a joke that's really only for, between me and him. Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's our show. Robbo, where can they find us? Do we have a Hypothopod Blue Sky? Yeah, I, I don't use it. We're really slack. I, I, I think I might start uh, getting our socials in order. Next couple of weeks, maybe when I get a little bit of time over Christmas, get everything up to date again and Sounds good. get the Discord happening again. If you jump on our Patreon, you'll get access to the Discord. We're not really that active there at the moment, so we need no. to start using that. Only a few more. of you over there. Yeah. Robbo, where can I find you? 
Just get me on Blue Sky, I guess. LukeRules.bsky.social. Salty, they can get you. Twitch.tv slash the salt. And I'm going to be launching a new website soon. Because this is the year I get my shit together. And it's going to have artwork. It's going to have merch. It's going to have tutorials and blogs about pens and all that kind of stuff on it. So keep an eye out for that one. Nice. You can get me at Sex and Homer on Blue Sky. You've, you're bringing me around to not using Twitter anymore, Robo. Oh yeah, I've sort of uh, get, I've barely been using it anyway. It looks hard. like a lot of people that that left Twitter have now immediately jumped back onto Twitter <laughs> and are still using it. And I get it; it's still you know we've all used it for so long. But yeah, it is that it is that thing, right? Where maybe if I was actually using Blue Sky, I'd be seeing this as well. But because Twitter has such a high concentration of idiots sort of being pushed into your face constantly, mm. you do see some stuff that you'd never see anywhere else. You see some combinations of words that were, ne- you know, God never meant to go together. And that's fun to laugh in the face of God, isn't it? Yeah, we, we never have those. We don't really have main characters on Beast Guy yet. But the- There's no... There there's was no wife guys or bean dads. No. Oh, there's nothing like that. There were main characters. I think for a bit when it was very exclusive, this was before you were on there, Robo, you'd have like a main character. But, yeah, nothing that really went fully main. I think you'd have like 10 different main characters that no one else knew about. Yeah. Anyway. We need, we need a bean dad to step up. Yeah. Take it. Take one for the team. All he wanted yeah. to do was teach his kid how to open a can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> And some other stuff, if I recall. Patreon.com slash hypothepod. Thank you to Tammy. Thank you. you. And yeah, catch us later. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry Maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?